This is Disabled Girls Who Lift. We are reclaiming what's rightfully ours one podcast at a time. It's Mary Beth, Chloe, and Marcia bringing you the thoughts and unpopular topics to get you out of that ableist comfort zone. Welcome, friends. We're reporting live from space. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Disabled Girls Who Lift. That joke only makes sense if you're watching the YouTube version. That's on you. Anyways, this is Marcia on Seminole Tribe Land. She, they, happy to be back in your um, headphones, your ears, your eyes, whatever. Um, of course, we have... So happy to be back from outer space. I choose Pluto. <laughs> because it's so underrepresented. Uh, I'm Mary Beth uh, on Northern California, Ohlone land. Wait, oh shoot. I'm not, since I moved, I don't think I'm on Ohlone land anymore. I need to look that up. Oh. I'm in South Bay, San Jose. So folks, let me know where I'm sitting. Um, but yeah, shoot, it's been way too long. Mm-hmm, three mm-hmm. months since we've talked online officially for disabled girls podcast you've been doing a few things we were a host we were a guest for another podcast yeah um and you, you know as somebody that feels like we're doing this as a passion and also people like oh my gosh your your podcast has done so much for us and thank you like it you do feel kind of bad when you miss two publishing days or months i mean but at the same time we got a solid 60 something episodes so you know yeah no i mean i think it felt bad because we've never missed an episode oh we did change our schedule from every week to every other week to once a month it's totally but we missed one month guys and i'm so sorry well we missed one no we missed two Oh. Or, well, now we're late for this one. Yeah, we're we're a little late, so it's, we're just it's a been a late. month and a half. Technically, we didn't miss this one. Yeah, it's just kidding. But anyway, so but you know what? Disabled girls are never late. Okay, hunty, we're always on time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, just gotta, time. you just got to push your clocks back. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Time is relative. It's a construct, anyway. You know. Especially since we're in outer space. We're in outer space. For us, it only took two (laughs) minutes for all y'all down on Earth. (laughs) It was like four years. It's like that interstellar thing. We're on the planet. It literally felt the amount of time since we last recorded literally felt like that planet. And we are back up to the spaceship right now. And that dude's like, it's been 27 years. Like, damn shit. I know. It's actually been that long. Well, and I think since it was like, the biggest summer in the last three years for the world you know all of a sudden COVID doesn't exist to the world um everyone was out doing shit and celebrating shit and not being home for the summer yeah lots of happenings lots of happenings um yeah for both of us but you definitely were outside this summer doing something special like getting married (laughs) yeah oh my gosh that's like three months ago almost end of may and it was just no offense to everyone out there trying to get married and my husband and he knows i love him but it was just an event for me you know you know because i put on so many events at yeah um, the greek theater it was just like I got to get this shit done, get all of my um, vendors in place, make sure all 200 people are happy. Only 150 show up. That's cool. But it was still big. Yes. It was still big. It was all outdoors. But um, I'm just so glad it's over. (laughs) We haven't even changed our last names yet. That's not a big priority. It was just making sure everyone's happy. It looked nice. It looked pretty. My family got along. Yeah. Thank God, this, this is like no three drama. families on my side combined. You know, my mom, my dad, her first ex-husband, Ooh. Um, my stepdad, her second Ooh. ex-husband, and Ooh. her fiance, Ooh. my future stepdad. So. Sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> 
but it was fun. It was so emotional for that reason. Like my dad and my stepdad both walked me down the aisle and I didn't think they would all get along or it would be awkward, but no, it was, it was fine. It was dandy. Through it. Um, since we knew, moved to a new place um, literally a month ago, I also had like a small housewarming um, and I told my parents in passing, they both showed up, both my stepdad and my mom and her fiance, and they got drunk together. Like, what kind of world are we living in? And they're both of their names are Frank. Uh, oh, which freaked everybody at the party out. <laughs> that is kind of like, weird. I was like, mom, this isn't weird to you? She's like, no, both of their names are Frank. They have to get along. I just fuck with Frank. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> whatever you say, mom. That's really um, nice. But yeah, I mean, it's I been busy. That. But it's been fun. Um, especially like redecorating homes, you know, that interior design shit, painting, lots of painting. Oh, putting wallpaper up on walls and stuff. I want to do that. Okay. So do people look at you sideways in Home Depot when you're buying paint and shit? Oh, they know my name, birthday, social security number there. I've been there way too often until that guy who tried to mansplain like what freaking garden soil was it's just oh okay just one of them didn't understand the assignment but the rest of them were like who is this tiny person don't worry about it she's got it yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it loading like (laughs) what two by ten by eights onto the card and yeah lots of stuff yikes (sighs) what about you what about me um so i'm no longer physically dead I am in a state of emotional emotional turmoil that I'd rather not discuss, but uh, I'm no longer physically dead. It turns out I had very low, very low vitamin D, which I've always had. But when I asked doctors about it, they were like, you're good. So I got a new PCP and that's, uh, that's pretty much where everything changed because she was like, yeah, no, um, those people suck. And your vitamin this is not D normal. sucks. This is not normal. Oh, shoot. Yeah, like let's say the normal's like 30 to 100. I don't remember the numbers, but let's say it's like 30 to 100. My vitamin D is always like 10. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. It's been that way since I've started getting sick. So I started supplementing some vitamin D and then peel, peel. What do you know? I'm up. And some people are like, oh, it's because you don't go outside enough. And I'm like, okay, I'm Mm. very heat intolerant and like photosensitive now right but when i started getting sick like nigga, i was outside you know i was doing strongman events i was always outside and my vitamin d has been low for years yeah so it's not exposure to the sun it's i don't know some shit in my body that's like eating it i don't know and you're in florida where there's just so much sun all the time exactly there's strong no seasonal like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> but holy, like when did you realize like there's there's something like there's something there I, low energy well no i pretty much was having another flare-up okay um so it's just in general i'm dead right but i was like dead dead all caps mm. um i had like a lot of stress in february and then i had an infection i had to change my toilet and a piece of ceramic cut me and that oh my god that, like messed up my whole shit so like after that i was like the energy level of like go to work come home sit on the couch like i cannot do two things in a day like that kind of fatigue so dead 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 to yeah the max. to the max how do they never check uh, how did they never notice your vitamin d level nobody cares man everybody's like you're young you're fine and it's not like i don't ask because i you can read when you get your lab results they put shit in red you know i'm like hey this is red and they're just like oh that's fine don't worry about that they're like that's fine it's okay don't worry about that and it's bright red bright red like notice me notice me look at me (laughs) witness me (laughs) yeah dude shit is nuts so this doctor is out here yes she's out here doing the thing for me um so i'm actually paying cash for this lady 
Oh. And I have good insurance and whatever. Um, I'm actually paying cash because I was like, there's a lot of words for this. Some of them call themselves functional medical medicine doctors. Some of them call themselves lifestyle medicine or whatever. But essentially, they're cash-based PCPs. Sometimes they're nurse practitioners or whatever. Um, it did take me a couple tries, though, because with that cash private pay arena there's a lot of like quackish type shit like oh yeah that wants you to like change your faucets to alkaline faucets and like stuff like that <laughs> yeah so it took me a couple tries but this lady is legit 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 so that vitamin d thing alone changed my life and then i you know i told her about my um stomach stuff and she's like uh have you ever been to a gi and i'm like well yeah and she's like well why don't you go back to him I'm like i guess you're right and i forgot what a great guy my gi is like i just told him my problems and he believed me and there are tests you can do for the problems and he was just like no nah, you got this mobility it sounds like it that's enough like oh reflex oh yeah yeah your actual sphincter is probably a little soft check like he didn't want to like my pcp wrote like a letter of tests just in case he didn't believe me yeah well, was, and that's a cool thing about like knowing specialists is yeah. like they already know you're this is common for them right yeah well for not nah, just that guy just a g so i want to give everybody because she because i told her how hard it is for people to believe me she literally wrote me a letter like all right take this to him if he doesn't believe you and like right. tell him your pcp wrote it like i didn't even have to show him that he was just like ah, okay anyways uh <laughs> <laughs> anyways here's what we'll do so you know i take a couple things from my acid and like i'm taking marilax like a granny but i'm feeling great dog shitting oh on gosh. time is a life changer <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> well, you were just talking about it this morning. <laughs> you no, were on schedule. On time is a game changer. <laughs> because number one, you know how there's fight or flight? The opposite of that is rest and digest. And like, if I'm never pooping, I'm stuck in that. Oh, God. Like, I feel like I need to take a nap, but I don't. Like, I literally feel like. like oh, God. Yeah. yeah so heavy and, and then plus you're always fucking constipated so you never feel hungry so i was literally like eating i still i'm that's still not totally great but I, i'm literally eating like on based on time like oh it's been three four hours i should eat like i wouldn't even feel hungry ever that's right yeah because I, I was that. literally full of shit yeah <laughs> set a timer yeah three hours so it's a game changer i feel good physically i feel great dude i go to work I can cook in the same day and I can get a lift in in the same day and then I feel fine after. This shit is weird, dude. What a, yeah, what a, what a change. But it, they were such small changes. You just had no idea how to navigate it, you know? Yeah. Oh, a vitamin D supplement? That's it. Holy vitamin crap. D and some Miralax, dude. That's it. Not, not anything drastic um i mean because this dude is saying that there are surgeries i could try but like they're hit or miss and nobody nobody knows they don't study this kind of stuff nobody really knows and he's like you're young who knows what it'll look like in 20 years i'm like you're right we're gonna yeah. leave my parts alone yeah but that, <laughs> that diet and nutrition like even though it's a little bit of supplement makes such a big difference on our bodies freaking curing huge difference man huge i could get so much done and just vibe and be fine it's great i love it here in outer space in outer space <laughs> oh and i all the other the third thing finally this is a wrap that around on the tail end of fucking revelations is um all the things i'm allergic to all right yes wait so, but you got a longer list this time um, I always, always had like a short yeah. list. Well, we, my mom we used to always joke that I was allergic to the world. And I used to snore and like have inhalers as a kid, but I quote unquote grew out of it. But here's the gag, guys. If anyone ever told you that, you don't grow out of it. It just, your body just changes the way you react to it. So having like itchy skin or every time that I get sick and it goes down to my chest, like that's because you have fucking allergies. Mm -hmm. You didn't grow out of it. Or walking around going, <coughs> like, <laughs> that shit isn't normal. You didn't grow but going out down to your chest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if I get any common cold or whatever, I get bronchitis right away. Mm -hmm. 
because all of your insides are already inflamed and aggravated whether or not you like realize it so yeah and they're hypersensitive like i i won't remember i won't forget the time when when you were like oh yeah my allergies like are a lot more aggravated when i'm on my period yeah i was like me too why am i sneezing so much why am i so itchy (laughs) and her immune system's a little lower during that time it's like a histamine i've looked it up but i forget but like your histamine goes up or some shit like that but basically the things that make you allergic to things go up when you're menstruating which is stupid as shit um yeah man it's a long list uh am allergic to um everything inside and everything outside so that's nice not food which i was surprised because some foods made me feel bad but then i realized and i learned i'm allergic to nickel nickel yes holy crap i thought you were gonna say dust and pollen that's in and out Oh, no, I could give you that yeah, list. Like, I know that, but I could give you that list. But the nickel one was the biggest revel because I would eat like nuts out the can and shit like that. My stomach would kill me. It's the metal. It wasn't oh, the God. nut. It was that was crazy to me because I'm not allergic to any food whatsoever. I am allergic to fucking house flies. What kind of bitch is allergic to a fly? <laughs> what, like, like, who gave me this? I want to find my ancestor and I just want to talk, dude. A fucking house fly, my dude. We got through slave ships, but a house fly is going to take us down. What? Oh my god. And and like the proximity of them too, like whether they land on your skin, whether they're breathing the same air as you, yeah, whether you're in your air ducts, like I'm allergic you to sleep roaches. with your mouth open. I'm allergic to roach roaches and mold. And the allergies is like it doesn't matter if your house is clean, like they're outside, your AC pulls in air from everything, right? There's oh. always mold outside, especially it's raining, it's Florida. It doesn't matter if you're in like you could do your best to keep the inside of your house clean, but yeah. it's cockroach fly particles in the ears nothing i could do about that oh god okay you're gonna be walking around in a hazmat suit it just reminds me of like you can't you're not safe outdoors because because of the fires here in california you're not safe indoors because of covid protect yourselves and figure it out essentially because outside i'm allergic to the pollen to the trees inside i'm allergic to dust flies roaches mold and nickel and dogs any kind of dog i can't even have a hypoallergenic dog it doesn't matter oh yeah oh yeah. all dogs and horses i've always i've always had an irrational fear of horses so that tracks (laughs) (laughs) where's where's chloe at (laughs) where's our horse girl yeah um well so also like keeping dogs clean like i whenever the dogs get dusty you know they have all the what is it called dander or whatever dander yeah um like and it's a lot stronger but i throw them in the in the bathtub and then my allergies get a lot better does that help with you or no uh yeah so i start it's hard for me to wash them because it's like fucking laborious but the biggest thing is that my brother got this cordless vacuum game changer yeah so i vacuum way more often than i used to and i wash their sheets more than i used to i wash their sheets way often so even if i don't get to bathe them as often as i really should but the vacuuming really helps because they shed like a shit ton of new and i got four an indoor hair filter thing air hair filter air filter (laughs) <laughs> sorry yeah, air filter filter. your own hair too shit no. air filter and also um i was taking so i started taking zyrtec when i started having random allergic reactions on my period but now i doubled that uh, okay so with all of that uh, i'm feeling pretty okay are you the one that told me or somebody told me that um if you switch up your allergy pills your uh the brand of allergy pills that also helps because your body is usually like so used to the specific antihistamine you're taking no it weren't me but if that'd you be like, interesting yeah like Zyrtec you, like, switch to, it up a bit mm-hmm. like claritin to whatever to whatever as opposed to taking more Zyrtec take something else mm. just something that doesn't put you to sleep that's that's what i've been doing interesting no i haven't tried that i did get a new nasal spray from the allergist and i can smell for the first time in like most of my life for the most part of my life i can't i never had a good sense of smell and um let me tell you i don't know that i like it 
Because I, you can <laughs> smell or you see, like you finally yes. cleared out your sinuses and you I don't find, like it. I don't like it. A lot of things, like I feel like, so I don't know if you've ever seen how how people think of um, like implants for babies. Like they think that, oh, wow, it's just going to be magical. Like, nah, man, that baby's confused as shit. Like, oh, every, yeah. Every sound they hear, like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's how I am now. I'm like walking by. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> that's what your farts smell like i want that's, a divorce <laughs> like i smelled cilantro i was like what the fuck oh. is this it smelled like soap to me no so cilantro is a weird one because there are some seasons where cilantro smells like a like an herb yeah and then others where you become allergic to cilantro and it starts smelling like hand soap like it that literally for a smelled bit like hand like i'm walking around, like i'm and it tastes that? like it too it didn't taste like it, but okay. maybe my taste buds didn't catch up. Yeah, so you become allergic to cilantro like some seasons of your life. It's so weird. And then it goes back to normal. Yeah, I don't I didn't ask for this. I don't <laughs> I want clear sinuses, but I don't want to smell anything. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking too. And um they've been I've been seeing on social media where they surprised their partner with um those colorblind sunglasses. Mm. and suddenly the world is so colorful you know and you know it's, it's a big emotional thing but it's not what they want half of the time <laughs> yeah it's a lot of new I don't think people realize that when you don't have something you're used to it and your yeah. brain has categorized the world it filed it away you got a nice little like office file folder like all right these are dogs this is that right and mm -hmm. you come and you add a new sense you essentially took a leaf blower and fucking threw my office like <laughs> in a disarray like I gotta start <laughs> over were you smelling the whole house like yeah. every inch of the house? Literally, I'm walking by like, what is that? What the fuck? <laughs> what is it? Oh god, <laughs> this is my life now. I don't, I don't ask for this. So, but you I, can breathe I, better. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I feel great. Okay, it's just um, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, no, it, it's like when they asked me if I, uh, if if I woke up with a left hand one day, how would I feel? I'd feel fucking confused. Yeah. I've been doing everything with one hand my whole life. <laughs> yeah. My brain has already been like, we're good here. This is our life. Fine. We'll figure it out. Cause that's what we do. Our brains are that adaptable. So that shit was drawing, but yeah, all in all. Yeah. Physically doing pretty good there. So that's, uh, mm quite yeah, a time quite you. a quite a good summer in that regard. how drastic yeah it's hot as shit too so that came right on time because that mm. still hot, hot we had hot. our one weekend of of heat and everyone was dying but um i can't imagine yeah <laughs> i need i think i need to go <laughs> i need somewhere that is a sweater weather at all times i guess because this shit out here, it could be 10 p.m. and it's still 100 degrees. No, no, thank you. It doesn't, oh, it no. doesn't make any sense. Oh, it makes no. no sense. But anyways, so you moved. Um, is the garage gym making a comeback? It is. It is. I'm slowly going to start getting my equipment back from a friend because they've been using it as a fucking clothes hanger. Like oh, no. <laughs> they've been hanging their bras on it and things, <laughs> so, which isn't bad. Like they, they, they tried. I think a lot of people when they get equipment, uh, they try and I'll just give them the dumbbells and take everything else back. Yeah. Um, but I, That's all right. You got free storage for some months. So. No. Yeah, yeah. That made a huge difference. Like that was a huge, um, a favor for me because yeah. I had a one bedroom apartment. Now I have a three bedroom house and the space for it. Just Ooh. want like a shade and stuff, you know. So finally getting back into moving something more than just a 30-minute walk with dogs and hopefully some squat and bench and deadlifting. Vibes. Not a lot, not a lot though. Like something. Yeah. Sets of five. Yeah, no, and this flare up plate. is That's it's it. a good thing I had this coach because she helped me. She's the one that was like, yo, um, are you good? <laughs> really <laughs> yeah because i was not i couldn't handle even like squats or i was i haven't deadlifted at all this year this year 
this year, this calendar wow. year. So I was already not really doing my deadlifts from last year. It was like ramping up in terms of the flare up. And then I got to a point where I couldn't handle doing the squats. But you could do Olympic weightlifting off the floor. Yeah. Right? If Holy if God. I was like sharp enough for that day, because those um, the thing about only lifting is a lot of technique work. It's not actually heavy. Yeah, it's super light, but yeah. So it's not the kind of thing that leaves you. I mean, maybe your arms are sore if you've never done overhead, but you're, you're not really going to be left sore. It's not volume. It's like two sets of three. Mm-hmm. or like a complex a couple of times yeah yeah so yeah well light light to you I mean I see that weight and I'm like holy crap I can't <laughs> I'm, I'm tired just watching your videos <laughs> that's fine I still watch other people's videos and feel the same way so <laughs> it keeps going <laughs> oh man and then wait but you have been able to bench bench is always fine yeah. bench is not was not like taxing in that way um so I totally understand all of the uh, bench only grandmas I used to see at meets. I understand now. Yeah, you're, you're laying down on the bench and you're good. <laughs> Whatever. Let the weight come. Let the weight go. That's it. <laughs> take, a, take a nap halfway through. That's, That's my it. favorite part. Yeah. So, yeah, take your time coming back, though, when you coming back is a great feeling. So just, you know, enjoy that. Enjoy the comeback tour. I can't wait. Yeah. But like a slow comeback, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, you don't have to do that much to get back into it, like, at all. So when I say I'm squatting again, I'm doing, like, three to five sets of three. Like, I'm not fucking killing it in volume. Like, I can't believe I used to do, like, 85%, like, you know, like, four sets of five and then do hot yoga after, like, how? Oh, (laughs) my God. Yeah. That or, like, attempting uh crossfit olympic weightlifting all at the same time i was a power builder i was yeah, a power, power weightlift <laughs> power weightlifter like yeah. i'm sorry what i can only do half total. of one of those now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah who, who who was that and go on a run we don't know her <laughs> uh, yeah no oh my god in college i was training for both a half marathon and a and like two powerlifting competitions shit is nuts not but anymore i think you know what i hate about that though is that so many people will be like oh well welcome to your 30s welcome to adulthood it's like nah like welcome to more responsibilities that are mm-hmm. just as taxing as physical activities that's all yeah uh, yeah. like <laughs> really your work we- week is like 50 hours as opposed to 20 and some school like, yeah <laughs> it's not the same like you're not maybe you know i'm not in my mom's house anymore i gotta do the grocery shopping now like hello pay the bills yeah that all adds up it's not people got kids okay (laughs) (laughs) you gotta take care of a a little i can't even imagine that people taking care of other entire humans and not even just kids right some people are taking care of their like parents and shit yeah it's hard to take care of me Take care of somebody else and pay the bills and remember to like shower, eat, bathe, nourish, right? And work out and go to work. And also don't forget to like work on yourself, your mental health, right? And also do like self-care. And no. That's a lot on a checklist. That's a lot. And then and then our pregnant mamas I've been seeing working out <clears throat> on my on my like a lot of my friends too. I'm like, holy crap, you got a baby inside of you too that you're trying to nourish and feed and yeah. you gotta take care of their mental health. <laughs> they, they can hear and feel everything you're feeling. <laughs> Dude, it's a lot. So please don't let anybody just tell you it's getting old. It's uh getting more responsibilities. Be gentle with yourself yeah yeah that shit is hard but um speaking of powerlifting though the uh i'm laughing at these bench rules oh my god this is what i was doing at midnight last night just like reading and looking at the diagrams of what they're requiring now or what they're not allowing and so that that started like two three months ago i am still trying to figure out what complaints and why um this came up at world bench press championships i'm guessing somebody won and the person that didn't i'm just gonna guess right the person that didn't win is salty 
And I would also venture another guess that the person that is salty is a white. And, and like small and has no flexibility in the arch because the biggest thing is they're trying to like decrease the range of motion. Really? They, they're trying to like, um, they're trying to decrease that, that freaking how big the arch gets in a lot of those. Yeah. But you can't quote unquote level the playing field by setting an arbitrary rule when people have different bodies like if i have yeah. long arms like you can't force my deadlift to be harder like it is what it is like yeah. it's gonna be easier for me some people have short ass arms different proportions they can arch whatever whatever like yeah. it is what it is and so the rule that they came up with doesn't also doesn't make sense because it's also arbitrary it's like essentially squat depth but for bench <laughs> but like the, those body the body parts don't work the same <laughs> no they don't they don't work and like you said if, if you're a bigger person versus a smaller person that's going to make a huge difference as well I mean, can you imagine you have large fucking breasts and imagine now you have to be like all right i need to touch below like maybe you didn't touch below before now you have to so you can get elbow depth like yeah and how dangerous can that get to like, well, cause it can be between the chest and the rib cage or the, ab- the abdominals, but basically your elbow joints have to come below the top of your shoulder joints. Again, ridiculous. Not everybody has that range of motion. People and- have different proportions and different body types. Like it doesn't make sense. And yeah. it's true. Even just the range of motion alone, that is actually, yeah, you're a, you're requiring someone to have a certain amount of shoulder extension and some of the stiffums out there ain't got it boss and that's like <clears throat> but arch or no arch not even, not even talking about stiff. the arch yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> stiff everyone's stiff in powerlifting and they said what it would only affect five percent of power of powerlifting where did they come up i want them to show their work on this show me (laughs) show me your math on that one where'd you come up with five percent because first of all the pictures they showed of the example lifts the good lift that they posted i would have red lighted it because his shoulder his elbows were uneven in one of those examples Mm -hmm. so like what well yeah (laughs) and that's that's like your examples aren't even making sense yeah. Well, that's the other thing is some, some people have two elbows and if one's off and the other's off, what is that? Like, a, or one's higher and the other's yeah. lower. <laughs> we all have imbalances. So <laughs> what's, um, but they're also saying, so you got, you've got three, um, three judges, right? One head judges just right in front above the head, right in front. So they're the only ones that can see head coming off the bench or, right um your elbow fucking depth is that what we're calling it elbow depth depth, um but the two side judges can't see that the two side judges are only looking at like your butt staying on the bench and whatever else so if you were to get red lighted by the head judge and white lights from the side judges it like doesn't really matter but everything I don't else know. has to be perfect and you can't put your feet so the one that's a, so oh, yeah. first of all okay so <laughs> if you're so concerned about the arch knowing that everybody has different fucking setups then decrease at, at least the like hand position right because all of those all of those heavy archers have wide ass grips too for the most yeah. part yeah but those are still considered legal. Like it has to be yeah. like two, two rings or three rings. So like if that was your gripe, you should have made the rule for that, for the hand yeah. position. But now on top of that, you have the rule for the feet on the bench, which is what, what happens if you put your feet on the bench anyway. No, it's during setup. Right. You know how during setup, some people put their foot on the bench to I get do that, that arch. Yeah, I do that even without an arch, like, or whatever. It yeah, that's matter. how it's I just, dig my shoulders in. That's it. That's the rule. You can't. You can't put your feet so on the bench. So you do? That's a that's a like a DQ disqualification. Like... Yeah, <laughs> you get disqualified for, for putting your feet on the bench. That's so stupid. And what's what's the reason yeah. for it? What, what is our reason? Okay, so okay, they said five percent of people will be affected, but I want them to show me how many people put their feet on the bench because that alone is going to affect people. You're just fucking with setups. Yeah. And, come on and, 
and I guess it's not that major of a change either. Like some people can get into their position without putting their feet in the bench. Like yeah, I learned how to a- do that just because I got lazier. <laughs> but you're already affected by it, like five yeah. percent. Are you telling me only five percent of powerlifters put their feet on the bench? You're right. <laughs> But why add that to your list of rules? Because they're bored. I don't know. And I am surprised, like you said, this is IPF and not USAPL is doing. Um, But I did read recently that USAPL was starting to allow head coming off of the bench. Well, um, USAPL is out of IPF anyway. Right. So they can do whatever they want now. They can. And uh, all their simps could go hard simping them. And then all the other people that like still want IPF cloud did the powerlifting America thing. Right. Which looked pretty intense. Yes. Like all of, they said all of them. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Dynamic there. Um, I don't know where I read this. I was looking for it super late at night also, but in passing, I heard USAPL was also trying to add creatine to the list of um, supplements that I did can be not see it... that creatine yeah yeah Everybody. well it's obviously not on water and like yeah Olympic weightlifting like no one's gonna put creatine because it's a naturally producing hormone or what whatever shit? creatine in body but I read that it's it's in the works I thought I the only thing I saw was that they're gonna start doing cash events but creatine my dude why yeah I don't know. It's it's probably dead, but I saw it. I maybe <sighs> maybe it's social sense. media doing its thing. But I I saw somewhere that um, no. If you saw it, it might be real because I saw the bench thing a couple months ago, and I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> so no. yeah, but that's on the real book rule book with diagrams and everything. It's yeah, that's real, ridiculous. real. So you might be right. I'm telling you, man, not everybody needs to be in positions of power. These bitches out here get drunk with it. I can do anything. (laughs) I can do anything. Let's ban creatine. Why? (laughs) For what? What did did my, my, one of my partners said, um, it's like, they've been trying to throw shit on the wall to see if it sticks and see like how many of their followers will, will, just continue to abide by the rules no matter how ridiculous maybe i mean yeah that's also a part of being drunk with powers you're trying to make a cult essentially yeah. <laughs> you're just inching towards that line it sounds real normal in the beginning and then all of a sudden next thing you know you shaved your head you left your you left your family and now you're in the middle of a desert <laughs> it's up. true because no one else will accept powerlifting we've been trying so hard to get it in the olympics um but it's still going to be that niche sport with niche rules stupid as hell um somebody else brought up this point about the powerlifting too is like we're over here fighting about stupid ass rules when we should be figuring out how to make the sport more exciting for non-lifters to watch i'm like damn that's a great point because strongman you don't have to sell it everyone's yelling all day mm-hmm. there's like a ton of different events it's never the same event every time like you yeah. know like everybody doing it is dramatic as hell it's it's a show it's a spectacle Oh, for sure. But if you go to a powerlifting meet and you've never done one, you don't compete, you're not interested in competing, you're going to be like, this is boring as fuck. And it's also like, oh, wait, that's a thousand pounds. I can't believe it. But it's a thousand pounds and I'll clap for it. But that's it. And it dies after three minutes. (laughs) Yeah. But for strongman, I think it's very visually appealing because of how large everything is. Yeah, everything is real world items. Holy shit. A truck, a boulder, a freaking, you know, two. That's fair. (laughs) Two. 30 foot pillars that you're trying to hold together yeah that's true this thing is massive yeah yeah and everybody's all i mean you're not really supposed to be yelling like that in powerlifting (laughs) i mean when you get to the deadlifts i feel like it always got rowdy but by that point the people getting rowdy were the people that were done lifting it's not like the crap you know it's still boring unless you're into it yeah it still didn't get outside of that but strong man everybody's yelling the whole time like there's no rules for politeness or whatever like you could say whatever the hell you want mm-hmm. and people could be right in your face while you're competing if the, if that's like how talking the, shit if that's how the event is set up 
Oh damn. Yeah, man. I remember I was doing um how scary. Car- I remember I had one event with a car dead. No, nah, but that's the vibe. I had one event with car deadlifts and the people were probably like an arm's length and a half away, the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Watching you do the car deadlifts. And then this man went and he was like failing it and his wife walked up from the crowd. Oh my god. <laughs> Like she walked up like to his face and was like, You're not gonna fucking fail this. And oh, he was wow. just like, and, he did it. <laughs> and then the crowd went wild. Like, that's not gonna happen in powerlifting. <laughs> this shit's not gonna happen. I have to say, you ain't coming home tonight, motherfucker. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. In powerlifting, it's like, well, he failed his first temp and he'll come back at it for the second. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, that's, that's, you know, powerlifting trying to be this very mm-hmm. professional sport when in many ways it's not like water disowned them or some, you know, powerlifting. Yeah. Sorry, USAPL, IPF disowned USAPL. And now yeah. worlds are trying to create these rules. But um, there was another thing things. too, was like, um, you're you're gonna try to well this was the assumption that they were trying to like add um creatine to the list of banned substances but it's also like they allow um what is it called ammonia they allow ammonia before the platform right and that's i feel like that kind of a hit is just as dangerous as freaking cocaine like might as well let them take a line of coke before (laughs) doing a deadlift attempt as long as the crowd doesn't see it you know but you can take a hit out of ammonia and that's legal people use that in in ambulances to wake their uh that's true do they have that in in only limp i've never really watched an only meet is that allowed in olympic weightlifting I mean, I'm I'm sure it's allowed. It's not in the rule book, but nobody does it. But it's such a big powerlifting hmm. thing. You know? Yeah, there's this. Fucking I mean, packets, I did it. Like the I, packets all over the floor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Red ammonia capsules, yeah. or you can smell it all over from the bottles. But um, I hear that's just as dangerous to your head um, mm, as taking sense. a line of coke. <laughs> I could see that. I've never looked into it. I never thought about it. But I mean. It's probably it's not an addictive substance, I think. It tracks, but, you know. Yeah. yeah, but you're using something to make like huge vascular changes. It is like your body. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, it, if they yeah, use it to to wake an unconscious person up, like to use it before a lift and powerlifting, which <clears> you <throat> said wasn't even as intense, like you're you're, you're lifting a barbell off the ground, or yeah, you weren't dying. <laughs> You weren't dead. You didn't need to be revived. <laughs> I mean, maybe a lot of us are dead. Yeah, who knows? Before I lift. Dude, I oh know. my god. I yeah. Googling. I got some Very... Googling to do later. Thank you. Very questionable, but I'm still going to lift lifts. <laughs> I'm still yeah. going to try to squat, bench, and dead. Yeah, I'm still going to lift like, the lifts. Compete? I had a phase no. with pneumonia. I did have a phase, but uh, no, thank you. Me too. I mean, it was great when I needed it and the caffeine wasn't hitting hard. I don't know. Like I needed a little bit to wake me up. Yeah, it gave me some oomph, but I also felt a little scattered like I was on coke. So yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's why I said that tracks because I'm thinking about how I felt. Uh, I didn't like how I felt. I liked like the rush. Yeah, but I didn't like feeling like which way is up. Like you're, I mean, you're killing at least two brain cells for every inhale. I'm sure, but who knows? I ain't a doctor. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to have somebody on here explain to us some some things. <laughs> we need a doctor. Yeah, we need a doctor. Yeah, so we're not, we're not, we don't care. I mean, we're gonna laugh about the IPF bench rules, but personally, uh, <laughs> we're not the five percent of lifters that are affected because we not lifting. Uh, <laughs> with not them competing. so we don't give a shit but we are gonna laugh about it from a distance because yeah. y'all are messy <laughs> messy i mean the people up above running rules are messy that's yeah that's for sure that's what i mean 
We still have not allowed trans athletes to compete in USAPL, but that's a whole another episode. Yeah. Uh, powerlifting America, I think. I forgot what the rules are, but I think they actually made some fucking attempts to be inclusive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't yeah. care so much about. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's really all just like showing the paperwork, too, and, and the levels of testosterone you're taking, if taking any. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not everybody takes it. But, right. Um, I think our girl Jacy competed at Powerlifting America. That was freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. I totally yeah. forgot about that, actually. Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. So, hmm, we'll see. But I, I'm definitely not interested in doing any of that stuff right now. Yeah. I'm with you there. Well, on a positive note, you're what are you doing? You're writing a book? <laughs> oh, yeah. What a am what? I interested in doing? Um, what? So the thing is that uh i'll write it down for you less a couple minutes it's not it's not that expansive of a story but the thing is that uh well all the work with fitness for all bodies they were like hey we're writing a book you want to do a chapter in it i was like cool sure so i did a chapter in that book submitted the book is like in the editing part right now but like my parts my chapter is done so the, the publishing company read my chapter and they're like, oh, this lady fucks. So then this lady, somebody emailed me and was like, oh, have you ever thought of writing your own book? And I was like, well, yes, now I have. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, I am suddenly passionate about this idea. Oh, hell so, yeah. Yeah, pretty much at the phase of trying to make a book outline kind of proposal-ish, like get the ideas together. But in general, the idea is like a like a self-exploration guide for finding movement okay especially if you happen to be chronically ill disabled neurodivergent um because there's not really books out there for people like no, us there All isn't of, it's not especially so. for yeah like athletes like how often do we even see that on on the screen not to mention a freaking handbook uh lifting with a chronic illness for dummies i'd love to get that at the <laughs> library come on <laughs> yeah so that's the general idea is so oh, a lot yeah. of it will have movement um like so far the outline is like every chapter has some sort of topic or whatever and it was like some movement and also some like uh work book kind of assignments i guess i can't think of the word right now but shit to think about oh hell yeah so this is shit to think about and shit to move about yeah shit to move and and learn from really yes and and like you know everybody's different everybody works in their own ways but that's so helpful um so this is you expanding on the topic or the chapter that you are already covering for fitness for all bodies or was um, that a different topic not necessarily so that anthology is kind of similar to the disability visibility mm. kind of similar to that where people are just sharing their stories and their experience um mm-hmm. so basically people sharing their story and their experience with fitness so um other people in the book well, probably sharing things about being queer and trans, but mine was mostly about, you know, coming to terms with being disabled. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my, it's like a personal story chapter. But the book is more of when you finish reading the book, you feel like you have something, you you had something to start with, and now you have a foundation for actually fucking exercising and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait that's so exciting holy crap yeah that's pretty nuts um so yeah she somebody from that publishing company literally just sent me a cold email was like hmm let's see what she thinks so i'm glad they did that because i wouldn't have thought of it by myself you know how imposter syndrome and uh no i'm surprised you haven't i mean it's not like you're one of the many freaking um social media folks just selling their ebooks overnight you know it's not nothing like that at all you're you're an expert of movement in your professional life you're an expert of um you know therapy of the body 
yeah it makes a lot of sense like why haven't you written a book (laughs) dr marcia what the fuck (laughs) i guess i should have done this sooner so yeah i got a pretty solid idea i posted on the move with marcia page so if you're listening you're welcome to go back to that post it's a black text on blue background where i was asking questions for the book audience input so you're welcome to find that post and comment it on instagram on move with marcia because i don't actually read nonfiction books Hmm. so i was kind of curious like what makes somebody choose to read a book and like what would make somebody choose to read my book like they would open it and want to see what like why would you buy that book i mean the subject itself like you said it's just so rare it's such a rarity yeah um so many of us felt alone in their journey their like athletic journey their healing journey all that good stuff definitely to hear to read that on paper it's so relatable you know yeah so a different disability i think that'll be pretty all-encompassing obviously it's not specific to like oh if you have autism this is how you move Mm -hmm. or you know if you're a limb different amputee like it's pretty generic it's not going to be specific, but yeah. um, I think that'll only make a difference. I also ask people for what are their favorite books about movement or anything like that. They're nonfiction because I'm telling you, I don't read nonfiction books. Yeah, we'll start a poll on Disabled Girls. So I guess but you should still head over to Move with Marsha to check that post out. Yeah, um, I could tell you some of the book. It is interesting because I asked on Twitter and that's more of my like uh, peers mm-hmm. for other medical providers. Um, so a lot of those books were books about how to understand the way people move. But definitely all those books were by white people. Definitely. So yeah. Instagram, the books were not all by white people but not necessarily about movement, but they were like, this is the vibe. And they're all able-bodied white people. No, not necessarily. Okay. Not everybody. Um, like one of them was like, oh, I want to look into that. It was called Lifting Heavy Things, Healing Trauma, One Rep at a Time by Laura. Ooh. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. I'm going to say Kudari. K-H-O-U-D-A-R-Y. So I'm like, okay. That sounds lit. That sounds pretty lit. That's super cool. I yeah. Know. So that one sound that so people a lot of people commented that book actually. Maybe three or four people were like, if you wrote a book about movement that was like this, I'd be down. So oh hell yeah! I need to check check out that book. Well, yeah, and that's the thing about writing a book. You're referencing a lot of writers and books and or publish publishings already. Oh, I don't know. I don't read nonfiction. I don't know what people do. (laughs) (laughs) Do they? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm a kind of person that just wants to read like a a list. I want to just read an article and be done with the idea. I don't really, I don't read nonfiction. I don't. Books books are for me or for for escaping from reality. So this is why I asked these kind of things. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a lot of reading to do. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have an interesting time getting this book together but you know i didn't think about it or care about it like a couple weeks ago but now it's like yeah it's real and it's new (laughs) exciting news and as long as you know you can take your time on it too a lot of publishing companies will try to rush you but you want it to be good you want it to be fruitful yeah, I mean, if I work with the same company that did the Fitness for All Bodies book, I I know the timelines, and I was okay with that. So, hell yeah, I, so, like, I wrote this yeah. down. I want to read some of these books too. Yeah, that was a book that I wanted to look into. Um, Susanna Barkataki, who I follow on Instagram, I love her stuff. I didn't even realize she had a book. She has a book too, Embrace Yoga's Roots. I didn't even know. Mm. Um, but those two are probably the only books that i'm like oh i'd love to look into this but the other books it's white people yeah white skinny able-bodied people and i'm that's probably why i'm not interested in nonfiction because i'm like i don't want some white <laughs> you don't know me yeah 
Yeah, I think that's really why. So it'll be interesting. It's time to. That's all I have for now. Hell yeah. That's where I'm at for now. It's a lot, though. At least for the last year of discovery, it's been. That's super exciting. Mm -hmm. We have both been going through it. In good, way, in good ways and bad ways both good and bad that's yeah. for sure that's for sure but do you feel like now though you have a lot more control than you did say two years ago because that's I'm happy with myself about that like mm-hmm. controlling that like where you're going to take yourself your profession your lifting your personal life like I feel like I'm a lot more grounded and I can make these decisions like both logically and emotionally but like make decisions like to better my future rather than on a whim I don't know I just no, I I'm just with feel you. so much better about this this yeah. year and the crazy shit happening every week I'm with you for me the only difference that has changed is therapy in the pandemic I started going to therapy that's literally the difference for me yeah. Is it really recognizing patterns in myself and also recognizing patterns in other people and figuring shit out? Mm-hmm. I think it was only four or five episodes ago where you're still um, um, looking for a therapist. And now here we are. Oh, no, no. I had one. I've had I've had a therapist. I did switch at some point in time because the office was stressing me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. which is the opposite effect <laughs> the office was stressing you out yeah dude they don't know they didn't know how to build my insurance they like canceled my appointments and they're like telling me i need to call my insurance oh. i'm like what the fuck and they were charging me copays and it was supposed to be no copays like oh, hot mess so yeah i did end up switching but um that actual therapist was still good Oh, Although man. a totally different style of this one, but I'm not mad at that. I got to see both styles. I think they both served me in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you kind of have to shop around like you do with friends. <laughs> Somebody you got to rely on <laughs> like holding your world's, your, your life's worth of trauma. Yeah, man. And other things. Yeah. So, uh, definitely the gym was not my therapy you know my friends were not my therapy the therapy was my therapy (laughs) as as it's meant to since we're paying them the big bucks so i definitely feel more grounded and more secure in the things that i have control over and it's not even just having control it's like setting up your environment too right like you put yourself in a place where that's how it is instead of letting things happen to you you're like, I'm not, I don't want that to happen to me. So I'm not even going to have that uh, as a possibility. Like, yeah. It's not the way yeah. I would have thought three years ago. And I guess that's, that's the whole point of making choices. Like you have to make these tough decisions, whether it's like, yes, I'm going to focus my attention on this or no, I am going to save it for tomorrow or next week. Yeah. Then it's going to affect my professional life, my, all of this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. like do i I move do i switch this do i cut this first all of those things man yeah at least somebody talk to somebody Mm yeah yeah yep here's to changes here's to new like tomorrow um tomorrow september 12th yes we are recording on september 11th yes um Tomorrow's the first day of school for my partner, for my husband. And so he left his job two weeks ago uh, to focus on, yeah, to to focus on a boot camp for like um, web developing. And for the next three, four months, that's what he's going to be doing. Oh, work, school, homework, school, homework. He did say boot camp, but I did not totally understand what that meant. (laughs) <laughs> i still don't I understand. understand well that's what joe did and joe fucking we gotta catch up with them hell that, yeah that bitch moves states like what the fuck she doing she's like and i think got in for coder. free coder like, now yeah oh a scholarship yeah it was a the... scholarship free tuition yeah so that thing 
I guess it's like that. From what you're but, saying, it yeah. sounds like one of those kind of things. No, it's exactly like that. It's okay. very intensive. You're you're you know you're in class for seven hours, and you're Woo! you're doing homework and writing code for another twelve hours of the day, and that's your life every day for the next three months. And so, you know, like even making that decision together, like, okay, we got married, we went through all these things and I'm somewhat a little more stable in my job. We can do this. Yeah. And now, now's the time before children, before like it gets even more hectic. Right. There's no break. There's no, no break in life, but no, 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 <laughs> this seems to be going. a more stable yeah. year where we can do it, you know? And yeah. So saying yes and no to some of these things like comfortably has yeah. been i think the mo- the motto of the year i'm with it so. it's gonna be interesting shit it's gonna be interesting but um it sounds good yeah yeah it sounds good i can't yeah. wait to see your uh the conference you just did too yes so last this yesterday <laughs> and the day before uh, was the long COVID conference put on by long COVID physio. And I'm not sure if you could purchase the replay if you didn't already have a ticket, but you know, long COVID physio, that's the website. Also, the handles are all the same. So check them out. But it was great. It was a lot of like provider to provider information it was a lot of people with long covid talking about lived experience not people talking down to people long covid Mm. and i was there as a part of a panel just talking about disability and bias and just the experience with it so we were literally just talking and it was very much the vibe of when we did the fitness for all bodies one Oh, I love that. It's very much that vibe. And people are just in the chat like, holy shit, like, thank you for saying this. Like, I'm crying right now. Like, it was it was very much that vibe. It was What did you say, though? Like 300 participants? Um, So they sent uh, after the fact email. It was over 750 people signed up. And depending on the time of day, they had up to 400 people online. Because it was for real, for real, for real. It was two days. For real international, so. Oh, wow. Wait, how long were you on? For like 45 minutes in a panel. They had a lot of breaks built in because, again, these are this is put on by people with long COVID. So they had oh. breaks throughout the day. It wasn't back to back to back. Everything was like short and then breaks. Yeah. Did, did they mention if there's going to be a possibility for like the ADA or even like the U.S. government to put long COVID on the list of disabilities? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. Uh, I don't. I don't think I was. If they talked about that, I didn't see that discussion. Well, I mean, because that's like I think policy-wise is pretty. Yeah, I have no idea how that's gonna go. Yeah, like for, still, for employment, for school, and all of that. Yeah, you know, we're still, still at the part where nobody's recognizing it, as mm-hmm. it were, uh, <laughs> and all the risks. So. Crap. That's a great question. If they talked about it, I missed it. Well, I mean, that's that's the whole point of amplifying it and holding these types of conferences and really getting people to understand if they haven't through lived experiences, you know? Yeah, that it's real. I mean, if you're not, honestly, if you're not heavy, if your algorithm doesn't show you these things, you would never know. You really wouldn't, especially if like your cousin or everybody you know was totally fine. Like you, you would have no clue. Well, yeah, I mean, especially if you're following things that say COVID doesn't exist and yeah, or why did we have shutdowns? And lockdowns yeah. didn't work. Like, if that's your algorithm, you would have no idea. Yeah. So, this shit is nuts, dude. It is uh, very, very, very much needed. Because I, I know, like, even my own family, they tell me they have COVID or whatever, and I'm like, all right, y'all, make sure you rest, drink up. They're just like, mm, whatever, I'm not living my life in fear, I'm fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> do your thing uh i don't know why you talked about me i don't know why you talked to me about it at all then but okay do your thing yeah <laughs> i don't know why you're attacking me right now because i'm telling you you should take care of yourself because this is not a fucking joke but all right have a great time yeah yeah so i think a lot of i told you so's but also not <laughs> putting in that energy anymore yeah 
don't want to have any i told you so i'd rather not but yeah so that that was great long covid physio is a pretty pretty legit pretty legit organization they're doing some things yeah go follow them on instagram we had dar daria right yes. on um <clears throat> she started a lot of that foundation but... yeah their instagram twitter and their website is to see if you could get to the conference stuff because i'm not sure long covid physio right correct okay oh so much so much catching up so much knowledge today so much catching up with Jess. and i talked to you every other day and i had no idea about this book so thank you if we try just to do- yeah no you know what i have a bad habit of number one not remembering who i talk about things with <laughs> you right same because i told one friend so to me i'm like that was you wasn't it yeah um, and then also number two assuming that you saw whatever i post on social media oh god so gotcha that's, that's a really stupid assumption because number one instagram hates all of us yeah <laughs> all they want to share is the cute people making reels they don't care about us anymore so they're not even going to show it to you um and then number two what the fuck everybody's not like hounding my shit like that why would i assume that but i keep doing it anyway logically no that's that's sense. a fair assumption right. i'm like i ain't mad i'm just saying this is fucking exciting yeah, i'm yeah, so yeah, excited yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh yeah that's a lot that's a lot of stuff so thanks for catching up with us um you know we've got some emails to check for guests and whatnot we're getting back into it we're Mm -hmm. out here soon (laughs) it'll be just the three of us yes we're we're gonna get some uh recordings rolling and keep it pushing yeah disabled girls who live podcast we're not going any fucking where We haven't. And while we can't promise that we can post or publish these right on time, because life happens, uh, we will continue to hold this space for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. From outer space. From outer space. So uh, from outer space or from a mound of breasts, because both of us side by side. It looks like an ass shot or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. So uh, reporting live from outer space, back to you all, disabled girls, gays, and days on Earth. Disabled girls out. Thanks for listening to Disabled Girls Who Left. We appreciate all of your support and everyone who's taken the time to show us some love. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, or write a review of our channel. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, and more. You can also find us on Instagram at Disabled Girls Who Left.